Yo! Good evening, my friends. A very good evening to you. Or good morning, even. It's 0241 currently on... Oh, done it again. I don't know the, uh, don't know the date. Standby one comes Tuesday, the 8th of December. UK Cop Podcast episode 4, impromptu. Because I'm in my car, post-shift, and um, something came to the old brain box. And I had to get on here and talk with you good people about it. So, let's fade this motherfucker out. Live in our hearts and breathe. This is going to be different. It may even sound different already. I'm in the car... And I've got to get home. So we're going to do this whilst driving. And I apologise in advance if it sounds like utter shit. I've got the um, headphone jack mic thing in. But it might be sort of rustling against my jacket and all that sort of shit. I don't really know how this is going to go. We go with it. And at the end of the day, if I play back the audio and it's dog shite, then... I won't put this out. And you'll never know any fucking different. Here we go then. Right, first of all, priority number uno. Let's get this windscreen cleared down a little bit. There we go. Bada bing, bada boom. Left signal, which is to no one, which is completely contrary to roadcraft, as you fuckers will know. And we're off. So, I should do a quick debrief, because I, I, can't, I can't be on it for very long. The reason I'm going to do this driving is simply because it is late, as I said, quarter to three in the morning currently, and I've got to go on full duty with the boys in the morning at, I think, 0900, which is where Mrs. UK Cop Podcast is, uh, is off to work to do, uh, to do her bit, holding the thin blue line. Um, so... We are... Oh, it's a WhatsApp message. Is that time critical? No. I don't think I can fucking read it on this thing anyway. There we go. The debrief. Today was a late turn. So, started this morning. Uh, dad duty. From, no, actually, no, I didn't. No, she, no, no, she did it this morning. Uh, so, I, I rose from the pit at about... Uh, where were we? Nine o'clock, ten o'clock, something like that. Um... Administrative tasks for the morning, no training. Again, I think the last time I did a podcast, I'd missed the AM training session. Slacking. Um, but I've, I've just trained now, actually, as I was going to go on to say. But fuck it, I'll throw it in now because there are, there are no rules here, my friends. It's sort of free-flowing, man. Um, missed the training this morning because the boys were being fuckers with their naps. I was going to take the dog for a run with me. The missus needed some assistance to restrain those two fucking terrorists. So <clears throat> I became committed with that. By the time I came round to actually going to do the run, I had about 20 minutes to get it done. It wasn't even changed at the time. I made a call, made a tactical decision. I thought, fuck it. I shunt it on to the end of the end of the day. Poodled off into work. Shift was reasonable. Do you ever have that thing like where you, you, you finish a shift and someone asks you, someone who wasn't at work with you, partner, 
kids if they're old enough for that sort of thing, mates, whatever. They say, oh yeah, I was your shift. And you go, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think that might be a good thing. I think that is indicative of a healthy mindset because when I roll out of that neck, I am detached from whatever went on inside there. I mean, of course, there's a caveat there. Some some things you can't walk away from at the end of the day, can you? There are some things that rattle around in your head uh, for a while afterwards, uh, subject for another day perhaps. But, But generally speaking, as soon as I walk out of the neck, it is over for that day, and I'm into uh, I'm into a different mode. So uh, I'm trying to think about what we actually what we actually did today. Um, I think it was just bits and bobs, really. Um, there, there's one job in particular that I want to talk about. That's what's prompted me to uh, to come on here. I think it was mainly mainly workload inquiries. Oh, I went out to some couple of geezers throwing uh, axes around. Um, they were doing like the old. Um, throwing a lump of wood I suppose it's just called axe throwing isn't it I don't know why I've complicated the matter so yeah they were out throwing some axes at something uh, members of the public passing were marginally concerned about this activity and myself and my crewmate were deployed to speak to these individuals um, I won't I won't go into it we we didn't because if I go into it I think I'll probably have to I'd have to compromise the anonymity of those involved but let's just say that we I didn't nick for off wet um, the the axes were not as described uh, there's only one of them in fact and uh, they were on uh, their own land so I think that's all I need to say it, I didn't have enough put it that way I did did put a call into the skipper and he was quite clear with that uh, we, we he didn't feel that we had enough and uh, they, they were moving on anyway. They were they were all right. So it was that job, and then um, did some house to house for a burglary that I've got my workload at the moment. Proved negative as always. Um, to be fair, this house to house it's a big old gaff, and um, it, there's about a football pitch between every house in this road. So I don't know what, but I got the old CID proactive unit. Yeah, noted. We want this, this, and this done. And I, yeah, all right, fair enough. So. I went out there and swung through the motions for them. Uh, that job's got binned off, so that was good. Um, I think that was. There were other bits and pieces. Oh, there's this. Um, there's this cretin that um, is, is 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 harassing. I don't even think it's an ex-girlfriend of his. It's uh, uh, ex 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 physical partner, shall we say? And uh, he's, he's developed something of an infatuation with her. And he's got conditions, uh, police conditions only, so not great, but yeah. He's got conditions not to, not to go to a road and he's got a marker on his vehicle and he's pinging up all on the, uh, on the strategic roads in my county that conveniently run nearby to, to her location. And he's already been, been nicked by my good self for a, uh, for a breach, which, um, well, I'm not going to go into it, but it's police bail in it, so yeah. Good, good. Moving swiftly on. Uh, so, yeah, went out and had an area search for him. And um, I didn't find him today, but I did find him yesterday pinging the same cameras. And, uh, yeah, I stopped him to uh, check his welfare, etc. Because he wasn't he wasn't breaching at the time. He was just pinging cameras cameras nearby. So I just stopped and checked, checked he was all in order. And uh, if he needed any assistance, which he didn't. Um, did did need to call me a cunt several times, though. That was good. Yeah. Your fucking name. 
You fucking name, you fucking harassing me. Yeah, good story, mate. Good story. Um, so there was that. That's about it. And then post shift was the gym. Because I was going to run this morning, I did a um, cardio based workout. So did some striking, did some rounds, some uh, on heavy bag and the old shadow boxing, uh, which I enjoy. Excuse me, I'm just going to take a drink. Um, I've got to take a drink because I ate about eight kilos of fried chicken earlier. Um, my rota are, I think, fairly addicted to fried chicken um, and it, it is mandatory on late shifts. And I just afterwards, my good God, I am pounding the H2O. I've got one of these um, like big steel double insulated bottle things. I think I might, must, this must be my 17th since I, uh, since I ate that chicken. Also didn't feel great rumbling around whilst I was trying to hit that bag. And then I did uh, a like interval training set on the static bike, but it's not one of the, it's not like a static exercise bike. But it's one, it's one of the, um, I'm saying this wrong, it's one of the, what do you call it? It'll go in a room, wear tight clothing, there's a charismatic lady at the front. There is, you're all screaming the word and I can't think of it, there is a, they do them at home now and there's an app that you go on and you do it all together. Spinning. Spinning bike. I got a spinning bike in the gym so I did an interval set on, on that which was, which was good, it was different. I don't usually, don't usually do that, so that was good. Now that I've started drinking, I've realised sort of how thirsty I am. So, moving on to what I wanted to talk to you about. I, I don't, I haven't done a sort of impromptu podcast like this before. Usually, I'll, I have an idea when I'm out and about, or you know, at home, or whatever it might be, and I'll, I'll note it down and work with the idea a little bit and see if there's something there that's worth discussing I haven't done that with this so this this could be a royal fucking failure but I will I'll go with what I've got and see if I can tease out what I think is a point worth discussing now the first thing to say is I am not an expert speaker okay and I'm certainly not an expert speaker off the cuff I, I, and this this is going to be off the cuff. It's going to I'm going to shoot from the hip with this one. And there is a there is a risk that given the subject matter I'm going to discuss that I'm going to I'm going to come off um, perhaps a bit insensitive, perhaps politically incorrect. Um, I can only on here on on this on this podcast. My my commitment is to tell the truth the best way I can. And I'm sure at times I will fuck it up. And I'm. This may be one of those podcasts where I do fuck it up. This this could be one of the podcasts where I come on to a podcast in the future and say, "Yeah, you know that thing I said on podcast number four where I talked about this. Probably was a bit overboard with that. May need to revise this decision at a later. Not not decision, but this perspective at a later date. But I can only do the best I can do right now. I can only tell the truth the best I can." And I feel that even though there is a risk that I might sound like a wanker talking about this, I think it's worth discussing. So 
So, here we go. I've had this job sat on my workload for a couple of weeks now. It's been rumbling on. Uh, the general gestalt is as follows. 14-year-old female, we're call her Kelly. Kelly it walks home from school, uh, same route every day as is, as is normal, I would assume, with most school children. And at a property nearby to her home address, uh, in, in what we'll call the immediate vicinity, some geezer comes out on the balcony most days, uh, lives in, uh, in in one of the non, a non ground floor flat yeah so he comes out of the one of the balconies and he's making sexually inappropriate comments to her uh, I won't go into the exact nature of the comments with my obligations to the anonymity of those involved primarily the victim um, and let's just say that he's saying things to Kelly that are disgusting bear in mind she's a 14 year old girl and this bloke is a elderly male um, Kelly eventually decides that this is all a bit much she goes to her mum we'll call mum uh, it's, it's, it's really hard to think of a random name we'll call mum uh, what we call the daughter again Kelly we'll call mum Daisy right mum is Daisy daughter is Kelly so Kelly goes to her mum, Daisy, and says, yeah, oh, look, mum, this, is, this has been happening. Uh, tried to ignore it to begin with, but it's coming out there every day. I feel really uncomfortable. Uh, bloke's really weird. He's really pervy. Um, I just, I don't like it. don't know what to do. Mum says, well, I'll go around there. Uh, which, by the way, I'll rate this. Um, I suppose, officially, um, I'll have to discourage her from doing it. And in fact, I did do that when I went around and saw her did the initial victim contact I did discourage her she, she takes her husband around there with her and they, they, they knock the door and say essentially what the fuck is this um, the reason I support this is um, it's not it's not I don't want to I, I recognise there's a risk of her going around there I mean she doesn't she is walking into a potentially hostile environment doesn't have the uh, what would you call it the intelligence resources that a copper would have you know, we, we, we can run checks on that address, we can find out what's what, speak to other cops who've been there, look at previous jobs, yada, yada, yada. Uh, also, we, of course, we've got all the PPE, all the training. I say all the training, we've got, we've got some training. Um, we've, got, we've got additional bits and bobs to what, uh, what we call her again, Daisy, has got available to her. So, she goes around there, says, Pack it the fuck in, or I'll, I'll call the old Bill. He doesn't pack it in, he carries on. She phones in. Um, Kelly is not supporting, and uh, today I went round there to. So she's not willing to give a statement, doesn't want to go to court, etc., which is totally fair enough. I, I, I do get it. Um, she's a 14 year old kid, she's a little bit nervous. She's, uh, well, I say that, she's not a little bit nervous, she's very nervous, really, but, but a lot of 14 year olds. Unless, <laughs> yeah, fourteen-year-olds I find come into two camps. I, I haven't, I, I because just something else just popped into my head of another fourteen-year-old out of yesterday, and he was certainly not timid. You know, there's there's, there's fourteen-year-olds like Kelly, um, and there's fourteen-year-olds like the little fucker I stopped and searched yesterday because 
an off-duty copper had heard him talking about stabbing someone and um, first thing I get when I get out of the car is, oh, it's the feds, isn't it? Fuck feds, man. What, what? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? <laughs> so, yeah. That 14-year-old, not particularly shy and timid. Not <laughs> not like Kelly. Little fucker. Um, negative search as well. Shit house. Um, anyway. Back on back on task. Uh, Kelly says, yeah, yeah, not supporting. So I go around there today and just have one more chat with her. I'm not trying to... I'm trying to coax her into it. I'll just try to reassure her that there are things we can put in place and stuff we can do, and you know the score. But she says, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not interested." So uh, Daisy, her mum says, "Well, what, what, you know, what's the plan then, officer? What are you, what, what are you going to do?" And uh, I said, "Okay, well, I need to, um, I need to have a chat with my skipper because there are there are other jobs that this bloke is linked to that are." that are all the same type of job. So, yeah, I won't go into the details, but they are basically in the same vein. And he has also got some previous for sexual offences that they were never able to stick him with. This is like 10, 15 years ago. So this, well, you get the picture. so I needed to have a chat with my skipper uh, because I was aware that there's a couple of other jobs floating around and um, just wanted to make sure he was happy that we, we'd been this as an independent investigation. I was sort of 95% there, but you know when it's one of those ones that you think, ah, I'll just run this, I'll just run this past him before I do, uh, I've, I've been it completely. Uh, and I, I said, look, if, if that is the case, at the very least we'll do is I should go around there and have a, uh, have a conversation with this, with this individual. And that's what I ended up doing. Uh, went back to the uh, the dear leader, a debrief with him. He said, "No, we we'll deal with this. An independent investigation. Wash it off." Uh, but yeah, go around there, speak to him. Uh, if he coughs it, we'll see our public order. Um, if he doesn't, well, you know, wind it on a little bit and try and um, try and uh, what should we say? robustly discourage him from engaging in this sort of uh, conduct in the future. So that's what I did. Trucked off round there, knocked the door, went in, and um, tell you a little bit about this bloke. So he, uh, let's give him a fake name again, let's call him Jim. Jim is in his 60s. He lives alone. Doesn't work. Doesn't ever work. Nothing wrong with him. He's got no uh, no registered disabilities. Uh, I don't quite know how he doesn't work, or well, <laughs> I guess I don't know where he gets his money from. But the, I sort of I do know where he gets his money from, and uh, and, and that's kind of where we're heading here. So um, the house is, or the, the flat rather, is a proper fucking den. It is. It's one of those flats that are the, it's one of those those premises that this is the reason I don't take my boots home. I actually don't even want my boots. I don't want my boots in my own home because they've been in this fucking shithole. Um, (sighs) 
should I bother going into the uh, the granular stuff about this? You, I, I'm not going to do it. I, it most of you listening to coppers, you know the sort of place I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. It's a hole. And for uh, the non-police people listening, uh, picture the worst type of filth you can possibly imagine. Times that up about five or six. This is sort of what you're, what you're dealing with. The bit you probably won't be able to capture is the smell. The smell is something that you... Uh, I don't think I have... I don't think I'll... I don't think I'll will ever get used to it no matter how many years I do this um, it's not something that we you ever really talk about because 50% of the properties you go into have this kind of smell but they um, oh Christ it's a 30 uh, there we go um, yeah you never really never really, never really come, this never really comes up the, the smell of these places but it is ungodly, um, and I'm standing there talking to this bloke, and of course he he, he denies it, and says this has never happened. And I have a very robust conversation with him, and thought washes over me while I'm in there talking to him, and that thought is is essentially the sentence. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing for anyone? What have you ever done for anyone? What good are you doing? Whose life are you improving or have improved? What good are you? And then I thought, with all that in mind, with with the fact that you produce zero value to anything or anyone, How are you able to carry on? How is this life that you forged sustainable? Just a water bottle rattling away, sorry. Um, how, how can this be? This geezer is, in my opinion, a parasite on our glorious civilization. It was that type of sentence that I'm slightly worried about before doing this podcast, but this is the best truth I can do, folks. I assure you, I want the good in the world. I don't want harm to people. That's why I do the job I do. That's why I'm having these conversations. So when I'm saying stuff like this, I want to try and confer to you that I am a person without malice. That I cannot help 
feeling these things as they occur to me in the moment. And what I felt in that moment was, what the fuck are you doing for anyone? It's possible that my thoughts were jaded at that time, just to plug in a bit more information here. The the previous sexual offences that we were never able to stick him with, they were against his stepchildren. Just for your information. So, back to that question. How is he able to continue? How is this sustainable? And I thought... He's... He's kept in play by our measures of social security, by our safety nets that we have designed as a society to say there are certain people who are unable to compete in the in our capitalist economy and it is immoral for us to allow them to fall to the depths of uh, human experience and not be provided for. Now I, I totally agree with that statement. I agree that there are people that cannot operate within that capitalist framework, which is to say that they cannot produce they cannot produce value with which they can trade. So they can't, like the vast majority of people, produce labour of their own. So they can't do physical or intellectual work. Uh, they can't sell their intellect. They can't sell their ideas. They can't sell. They can't sell. They can't sell anything that they can forge of themselves because they're incapable of forging it, and they're incapable of doing so through no fault of their own. I think that that is a fairly inarguable fact. This fucking creature is not one of them people, and yet. And yet, that safety net catches him too. The safety net doesn't distinguish between those who are incapable of producing their own value to trade and this fucking thing. And I'm staring at him and I'm thinking... So you're the price that we pay. You're the price that we pay for that safety net. I'm not making the case that that safety net should be taken away. I know lots of very good people who would be unable to function without the support that that social safety net provides. And this safety net manifests itself in it primarily in our benefit system. Okay, I'm not arguing against that. I'm not saying it's it's uh, perfectly manifested that's not what I'm saying uh, but I'm certainly not arguing for the abolition of it not arguing for that at all likewise uh, the, the NHS is part of that safety net we, we treat healthcare in this country as a, as a right that people are entitled to and I am not arguing against that at all 
That's not what I'm doing. But I thought it's a worthwhile observation that this stuff comes at a price. And he was the embodiment, is the embodiment of that price. And I want you to bear in mind, folks, particularly if you're not a copper listening to this, bear in mind that this is a real person. This fella who's done these things, who said these disgusting things to a 14-year-old girl daily, a few weeks, who, in all likelihood, has sexually abused his stepchildren. Uh, Just to underline that a bit more, uh, the person for whom he is charged with the guardianship of, yeah, he sexually abused them. So that's, that's all going very well. And then there are these other jobs that are rumbling on that are, dissim- that are not dissimilar to the, the one I've been dealing with with Kelly. This is a real person. There's another fact for you to grapple with. He's not that rare. He's not that rare. There are plenty of him. And they walk among us. Free people, sustained by the state, which is to say, sustained by us, those who are capable of producing value with which to trade. Now, of course, actually, strictly speaking, I don't, as a copper, uh, that's not quite the, uh, the 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 dynamic at play in the way I earn my living. I'm not. Um, I don't, at least I don't think I'm not enough of an expert on this sort of stuff to say whether I I fit in that in that particular equation uh, because I'm a it's, a it's a public service we work in the public sector don't we so it's a uh, it's a more of a socialist model that, that those people who work in the private sector fund the fund the public sector because there's a there's a trade-off of uh, taxes for services and returns public the public sector pay taxes uh, public sector provides service, so please some service. Yeah. Um, this is this is the price we pay. It's I I've thought about this for a matter of a few hours, but I suppose I'm forced to conclude that this is. This is an unhappy fact of our society as it is, un- is it, as it is currently designed. Uh, and look, I like our society. I really do. I, 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 I think this is a great country. And I, and I think we do, we do a fantastic job of, of building a just city here. Um, and, I, and I think you, you only need to have a cursory understanding of history to know just how fucking good things are here. Uh, and I'm, I'm incredibly grateful to, to, to live here and now. And it's, it's interesting, as I, was, as I was saying that, I thought, well, actually, the, maybe it's, it's not the price we have to pay. Maybe we have to do a better job of, of policing. But let, let's just say, let's, let's run a thought experiment where we eject all of the, the criminality uh, and the disgusting things he's done to vulnerable people. Let's just, let's just take this individual who doesn't work 
contributes nothing, has nothing really wrong with him. Uh, he's fully capable of going out and swinging a shovel on a building site or or, or, or whatever, you know. Um, and that's, by the way, that's that's in no way a, uh, a dig at people who work on building sites. I'm from a family of people who work on building sites. I'm, I'm the first male in my family to, to do anything different. So that's really not a dig at people who do that job. I was just thinking of an arbitrary uh, example that wouldn't re- wouldn't require him to design a fucking spaceship to uh, to earn a living. I, su- I suppose I still I still want that safety net there, even though it's there for him to exploit. Because I want it to catch the people who need catching. Who are equally real. Um, I don't want people to, to fall into into darkness and uh, and have, have, have nobody there to uh, to help them. I think that f- in, the, in the first instance, it's the family's responsibility to do that, and I, and I my my primary focus in life is building and maintaining a family structure that is capable of doing that. But I recognise for everyone that's not. I recognise that that's not possible for everyone and that's that's not the world that those people live in and I don't want them to be cast into the abyss I want there to be something there for them it's all very well and good me saying yeah I think families should be there to do that well what if they're not and they're they're not a lot of the time Um, I want that safety net there for them I don't want it there for him but if it's there for them It'll be there for him to exploit. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the answer here. This is a. This is, this is not a prescription. This is me thinking out loud and, and, and asking a question. Uh, I, I open the floor. To contact me. Let me know if you've got. If you've got thoughts on how we. How we as a people deal with this problem because I'm. I'm out. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the. I don't know what the solution is. Um, I really don't. By the way, actually, on that note, um, if you do want to contact me, I am on Instagram. Uh, you can message me on there, and I and I have. Uh, I do message people. I'm, I'm happy to chat back and forth. If you've got questions or queries or feedback, uh, even if it's you know if it's not, if it's not positive feedback. I'm still. I'm still interested. Um, and I'm re- if, if if you want to talk about something um, by way of a challenge, you know, if you've heard something on here that you think yeah, you're a bit off the money on that, I, those are my favourite conversations. Um, I think uh, my, my objective is to is to be somebody who uh, it is fun to disagree with. Uh, I, I you you won't get a uh, fuck off cunt message back from me if you disagree with me. Uh, the, this, the, uh, disagreeable conversations are are often my favourite conversations. So I'm on uh, Instagram at UK uh, at UK dot cop dot podcast from memory. Guys and girls and everything in between, I am home pretty much. I'm just swinging into my estate now. I hope this I hope the audio first of all is is okay ish. Is or it, I, th- I hope it's of a standard that you can you can bear to, to listen to it because <clears throat> I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm a podcast junkie and I 
little manoeuvre here. And I, the, 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 the big thing for me is the audio quality. I can be listening to the best conversation in the world and if the audio is guff, I will check out fairly early. So I, I hope the audio is okay. And, and second to that, I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed these thoughts. Look after each other, my friends. Stay safe. Uh, have good sets. Have good shifts. And I, I will see you again soon at the next podcast, UK Cop Podcast number five. I'm going to be talking about violence, um, violence in policing, uh, how that how that system operates, use of force, that sort of stuff, and. Uh, We'll be taking that subject on next. So thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I really do love this. I hope the audio is okay. And uh, I'll speak to you soon. Much love, people. Bye-bye now.